Hi, welcome. Thank you for tuning to Life Plus Up with your host Kevin Yang. For all the listeners, Life Plus Up is a podcast dedicated in making your life better by achieving success in three core components of life: personal, financial, and career. In each episode, we'll be bringing some of the most positive and inspiring news, followed by introducing programs to help out with personal finance. We'll coach you some professional skills to help you advance in your career, and be your resources for a better lifestyle and health. You can find the newest episode every Wednesday by follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast platform, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Google, or much more. At the end of each episode, I will answer some of the questions from our listeners. So if you have a question, please email me or DM me on Instagram, or just by clicking on the voice link listed in the description. Remember, if you find this podcast informative and helpful, please share with someone that you think this can help. So now, let's have a great show. This year is going to be different. This year, I will be a better version of myself. You vow loudly to yourself as the clock strikes midnight on January the first. You are committed to make this the year that you will see all the positive changes that you have always seeked for. After a week, you slowly find yourself falling back to the old habits. You hit that snooze button in the morning and skip the morning jog again. You reach into the cookie bags that you promised to stay away from. You are surfing online to look for things to buy. You know you are deterring from your plan, and you begin to lose positivity. Please, someone help me! You whisper softly to yourself as your new year begins to look a lot like any other year. Welcome to episode fifteen: a better you with a better mind, body, and spirit. First. I want to wish all the listeners a very happy New Year, as all of us are easing into 2020 and try our very best not to write 19 whenever we're writing on any documents. A new year always symbolizes a new beginning with excitement and endless opportunities ahead of us. First, I want to thank all the listeners for tuning into my podcast, and a special thanks to those who support by leaving a positive review on Apple Podcasts. Your words and encouragement. Definitely, become the motivation that keep this show going. As a reminder, aside from the podcast, you can also find our show notes and weekly publication on medium.com/slash/at/podcastlifeplusup. You can also follow us on Facebook fan page, Instagram, and Twitter for the latest news and upcoming events. And lastly, if you find this podcast informative and helpful. Please share with someone that you think this can benefit from. As usual, now let's kick off with some positive and inspiring news. Today, our news is brought by the Good News Network, written by McKinley Clubley. The headline is: The Irwin family avenges Steve's legacy, saving hundreds of animals from Australian brush fire. 
It has been more than 13 years since the beloved television host and the wildlife advocate Steve Irwin passed away, but his family is continuing to save thousands of Australia's most vulnerable animals. The Irwin family has carried on Steve's legacy by treating thousands of animals that have been rescued from the bushfire at the Australian Zoo Wildlife Hospital in Queens Island. Collectively, Steve's widow Terry. And his two kids, Robert and Bendy, have treated more than ninety thousand animals at the zoo's twenty-four-seven medical unit since they opened sixteen years ago. And since the wildfire has caused the patient intake rate to skyrocket, the hospital is busier than ever. Robert recently posted a photo of their record-breaking animal patient to his Instagram, saying. This is the patient number ninety thousand that Australia Zoo Wildlife Hospital has treated. Ollie, the orphaned platypus, is receiving round-the-clock care until he can be released back into the wild. Over the past sixteen years, the hospital has provided twenty-four-seven wildlife rehabilitations and incredible animal rescue service. He added, "We are so proud of this world-class facility. Thank you for your support. With pressure from drought." To brush fire, wildlife needs our help more than ever. The Irwin have been taken to social media to reassure their concerned followers that they are not in danger or being affected by the wildfire. Although they plan to continue taking in as many rescued and injured animals as possible until the fire has been controlled. So here, a life plus up. I want to give a special, sincere thanks to the Irwin family for their continued contribution towards saving the wildlife and preserving our environment, and our best wishes to the people in Australia as the biggest and the most horrible bushfires in the history is taking place right now. I urge all the listeners to raise awareness and support to this horrible disaster. Now, let's take a short break and hear what our sponsor has to say. Welcome back. Every year, millions of people created a list of New Year resolutions and goals with utmost optimism and determination. Within a month or two, most people fall off their plans. As time goes on, people tend to step into another cycle due to various circumstances. Many people wonder if it's possible to change for the better as they commit to the same goals over and over again. In reality, the only reason why they fail to change may be because that they focus on the wrong priorities. Instead of setting goals and focus on results, one should concentrate on better themselves instead. For over 15 years, as a life coach, I have dedicated myself to help others in achieving success in personal, financial, and career. Throughout my career, I have encountered many people who were determined to change themselves. But failed because they focus on the wrong type of priority. Imagine if a house doesn't have a solid foundation, will you be able to add on or renovate to your dream home? If you have never benched in your life, do you think it's wise to start off with a hundred pounds of weight right off the bat? To achieve any success, you will have to have the foundation that it takes to succeed, right? In this new year of 2020. Instead of focusing solely on results, just be a better version of yourself by improving your mind, body, and spirit. There is an old saying that stood against the time: "Mind over body." There's a truth to that, 
And I'm not talking about psychologically or anything supernatural. I'm stating the fact that our mind or brain is the primary organ that dictates our entire body. Can you function without a conscious mind? Think, how do you improve your mind? Just like any other organ in your body, you can improve your brain or mind through exercise, relaxations, and adequate rest. There have been multiple studies on the importance of exercising your brain. Neuroplasticity is how your brain grows and expands its capacity. By using your brain with well-constructed problems and challenges, you can improve and retain the connectivity of your neurons and help them to be faster and better. There are many significant positive impacts of brain exercise, such as improvement of memories, quicker reflexes, and prevention of declines of cognitive functions over time. So, what are some activities that you can do for your brain? For starter, reading is a great way to improve your mind by inspiring your creativity and imagination through imageries and the ability to follow the story the author paints in your mind. Challenge yourself in this new year of reading at least one more book per month than last year. You can even look for joining a local book club and discuss your opinion and perspective while accepting others in a peer-to-peer -peer encouragement environment. Another recommended exercise is through board games or card games. These activities will challenge you to strategize for the win through friendly competitions. Ask yourself, when's the last time you sat with a bunch of friends and enjoy a good game of poker or exploiting kittens? It's a card game. No real kittens are actually harmed in the whole process. So trust me, you can find it on Amazons or anywhere else that sell board games. Aside from the traditional exercise, there are also sites like Lumosity, which specialize in providing challenging and purposeful questions to help you to improve your brain. Like muscles, you cannot just keep on exercising. You have to make sure you relax your brain at the equal time. Relaxation of mind is as important as exercising. In this day and age, with so many distractions and negativity in the world, your mind is often burdened with anxiety, stress, or even depression. Relaxing and calming your mind or brain will release the burdens on your brain and resets your mind back to its primal state. There are a few different ways to relax your mind. One of the most popular is a regular meditation. A well-practiced meditation can help you to focus, redirect your thoughts, and most importantly, relax. There are many science-based benefits of meditation, such as release stress, control anxiety, enhance self-awareness, etc. In the show notes published on the Medium, you'll be able to see the sites that link to those studies as well. Now, with technology advancing daily, there are also many resources that will help you with meditations at your own convenience. Headspace is an app that will guide you with meditation at your own pace, in your own locations, at your own time. Or you can look on YouTube. You'll be able to find many inspirations and instruction videos and different levels of meditators. Remember, meditation is to help one to relax. So do it in the way that is most comfortable for you. Now, Exercising and relaxing are essential brain activity, but never underestimate the importance of rest. Sleep is one of the most critical activities for your brain. 
There are many important positive impacts that sleep has on our brain. Sleep helps your brain to regulate the condition of your body, cement memories, make sense of new information, and control your appetite, enhance your creativity, and most importantly, clear out the toxins that will build up throughout the whole day. During your sleep, your brain greenlights the growth hormones, which aim to help your body to grow stronger in muscles, repair damages from the sun and other pollutants, produce new cells. After all, it's called beauty rest for a reason, right? In the recent studies published by University of Michigan, after two months of treatments for patients who suffer from sleep apnea, or what we call excessive sleepiness, their skins and facial volume all shown significant improvement. Aside from looking better and younger, they also look a lot more energetic as well too. While looking better is important, we have to know that sleep is also essential for memory formation. With so much information given to your brain on a daily basis, your brain needs time to process new memories and connect them to old ones. Once your brain solidifies the information, it will connect the information and allow you to use them to create new ideas. In contrast, if one has less deep sleep, it will impact the process of memory formation. In a research conducted by a German scientist in 2013, they found out that adults who are over the age of 60 who have harder time remembering things the next day in comparison to the adults from 18 to 25 because they have 70% loss of deep sleep in comparison. From these studies, we can see the importance of having an adequate sleep and how they impact your mind. So now, as we have covered how to strengthen your foundation with your better mind, let's talk about your body. Most people wake up to 2020 with a strong desire to have a better body. You will see the full capacity of people in every local gyms and neighborhood running trails. You hear your friends talking about another healthy diet plan around the water cooler that they are committed to. Everyone's motivated and excited about changes that are going to take place in their bodies in this new year. But you know how this will play out. It's the same script every year, year after year. By September, the gyms are all empty. Your friends have gone back to their old eating habits. You see no changes when you step onto that weight just right after Thanksgiving. So how do you jump out from this vicious cycle? To improve with a better body in this new year, try to change the status quo by setting the correct goals and diet schedule. In my previous podcast, wait, are you setting the correct goals? I have talked about most people fail to achieve their goal because they set them wrong. If you want to see an actual improvement in changes for your body, you have to set a SMART goal. S-M-A-R-T. Your goals have to be specific, measurable, attainable or assignable, realistic, and timely. Instead of telling yourself that you will get up every day to run, you should be setting a specific goal. A goal such as, in the next two months, I will lose 7 pounds based on my current weight of 195 pounds by working out a total of 45 minutes a day with minimum calories burned of 450, while only consume less than 2,300 calories on a daily basis. Do you see the difference between these two goals? Our mind is motivated by understanding and self-belief. 
If your goal is so vague and unrealistic, you are not going to be prompt to proceed as your motivation will quickly burn out just like anybody else in March in the gym. Another essential factor to keep yourself motivated is to go ahead and have effective tracking of your progress. How will you feel if you had to fly dark throughout the whole entire project without a chance to review if you are even on the right track? In this day and age, there are a variety of technology that will help you to keep track of your progress. There are free health apps like Simsum Health, Google Fit, Apple Fit, Motorola Fit, etc. Many of these health apps are free to use and provide information to hold yourself accountable. And some of you might even get a Fitbit during your Christmas present, right? So take out your cell phone and browse through your apps. I bet there's a lot of free health app sitting there waiting for you to just click them. So now, if you set up a smart goals and keep your exercise on schedule, what's the next step? Your next step should be the diet. With so many different diet plans out there, like Paleo Primo, Vegan, No Carbs out there, which one's the best? I'm not a health expert, but I'll recommend instead of regulating what to eat, why not try when to eat? What I'm suggesting is not another diet plan or a magical hypnosis. I'm recommending the idea of intermittent fasting. In one of my recent episodes with Chef Imperio, one of the most prominent top chef of New York on Filipino cuisine, we talk about the benefits of intermittent fasting. In our conversations, I have learned that instead of regulating what to eat, you can control the time that is the most primal to consume your food for your body. In a study conducted by International Journal of Obesity, the benefits of intermittent fasting are weight loss, prevention of diseases such as type 2 diabetes, improvement of your heart conditions, and also your brain cognitive functions. In my conversation with Chef Imperio, he has introduced several intermittent fasting schedules just as a starter. The most popular plans that he mentioned are the 14 and 10 and 16 and 8 schedules. Now, 14 and 10 is a perfect starting plan for beginners. 14 and 10 program means that you will be fasting for 14 hours a day, which includes sleep and have an eating window of 10 hours. So to put it in the plain English, it simply means that if you ate your dinner at 8 p.m., you cannot eat again until 10 a.m. As your body slowly adjusts to this new schedule, you can begin to limit your eating window to achieve more effective results by ultimately reaching the goal of 16 to 8, which is 16 hours of fasting and 8 hours of eating window. If you want to know more about the intermittent fasting and how to start, you can either read the entire conversation between myself and Chef Imperio on my Medium publication, or just listen to my podcast episode number five. As we have discussed the idea of intermittent fasting in great length. Now, let's talk about better spirits, since we have already learned about better mind and body. How do you improve by having a better spirit? Is it safe to say that most of our media broadcasting negativity at all times? It's hard not to let your spirit down when you hear on the radio or TV all day is about impeachment, war with Iran, climate change, hate crimes. 
in this environment, how does one even stay positive and optimistic? While everyone is looking for motivation and positivity, you can improve your spirit by becoming an inspiration through giving. Ask yourself, when's the last time you rolled up your sleeve and participate in a volunteer event? How did you feel at that moment? Was it meaningful to you? In the recent research conducted by Professor Roy Baumeister of Florida State University, he discussed in detail about having a happy life and living a meaningful life. The most significant difference between the two is that something considered to be meaningful was determined to come from giving, where else happiness come from taking. In his research, through the study of survey over 5,000 people, giving can produce more positive emotion effects, while not giving can lead to more negative emotions. Do you ever feel slight of guilt or discomfort passing on people who ask you for help? How do you feel when you walk away knowing that you could create a difference? Now, do you remember helping another person without asking just because you saw that they are struggling? Can you remember the last time you provide coaching to a new coworker who was lost on their first day? How do you feel them? What do you think your relationship is with that new coworker? You can find temporary happiness through a variety of methods such as satisfaction in food, comfort, or relationship. But really, are they permanent? In this new year of 2020, I challenge you to explore the opportunity to better your spirit by volunteering at least once this month. Find a charity that is important and meaningful to you and see how you can contribute. I'm not asking you to donate money or donate other things. I'm just asking you to invest your time and energy in lifting another person up. Remember, whenever you decide to live a meaningful life by giving, your spirit will become better. For over 15 years, I dedicated myself to help others to achieve success in personal, financial, and career. Throughout my time as a coach, I really encountered a lot of people who are determined but focus on the wrong type of priority and fail at the end. To achieve success, you will have to have the foundation that it takes, right? A solid foundation requires the mind, body, and spirit. So let me ask you, in this new year of 2020, will you become a better version of yourself? Now, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Let's go ahead and dig into our mailbag and see what are some questions on from our listener. Our first question is actually from a listener's all the way in California. Hey, Kevin. I really enjoyed your last episode about winning the business with wine. So my question is, as a beginner, what are some apps or resources that you will recommend to use for beginners? Oh, well, thank you very much for tuning to my podcast and asking the questions. I'm glad that you actually liked the episode. So one of the apps that I always use that I think is useful and informative is Vivino. It's a free app. You can create an account using your email. It will allow you to take a picture of the label and then give you information and also allow you to see the review from other people. 
The best part is that it actually gives you a market price for the wine that you just take the picture from. And you can record an entire history of all the wine that you have tasted. In this way, you can always go back to see which wine that you actually like. Remember, wine is not simply just a business tool. It's also enjoyment. So don't have any pressure. Just enjoy as you go. Everyone's taste is different. So if you're really interested, just go ahead and enjoy. Now, let's look into our second question. It is actually from one of the listeners from my Discord, a podcaster. Hi, Kevin. I want to ask you about how to start a podcast and do you need to have a lot of resources and people to get this thing going? Thank you for your questions. First of all, podcast is not that hard to start off. I actually run the entire podcast on a skeleton crew myself. I'm the person who wrote the notes, who prepared the content, record, and edit at the end. So if it's not up to the professional level, I hope all the listeners will forgive me on that. If you want to stop your podcast, the first just to have to find a platform that you like. I use Anchor as my platform because it's easy to use and you can record and save your content. There are other platforms like iHeartRadios, YouTube, or even Popbean. Each of them have different features and tracking features for you to go ahead and see what you want to do. And of course, that you really want to go ahead and see what you want to start a podcast for, right? What are your contents about and what are your purpose? It's not going to be an easy road, but my only advice is just be patient and have fun with it. I would say that I feel motivated by knowing that I'm helping people out there. And this is the type of feeling that will keep this podcast show going, right? And our last question is actually from a listener who lives in Los Angeles. Hey, Kevin. Happy New Year. Are you still a Laker fan or are you being converted to New York now? All right. So this part I have to say, this is not a sport podcast, but I am going to tell you that I am a Laker fan. I know that I live in New York for the past three to four years and I should be going for the Knicks or Giants or Mets or Yankees. But down inside, I'm a Los Angeles guy, right? I want to go ahead and vote for my home team back in the old time, which is Lakers, Angels, but not Dodgers. And if you are really wondering which football team I go for, my team is still wild and kicking in the playoff right now. I'm a diehard Green Bay Packer fan, a forever cheesehead that you can say. I'm a big fan of Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, and of course, Mason Crosby, the best kicker in the entire league at this time. So that's a little information about me. If we talk about sports, I can go on for hours. Now, I hope all the listeners have a happy new year so far and will have a blast 2020. And I will see you all next Wednesday at Life Plus Up. As we're wrapping up this episode, I want to thank and remind all the listeners that in the description, you'll be able to find the overview of our contents, the links to positive news and resources, and most importantly, the show notes that I publish on Medium. Our music are being brought by Scott Holmes from scottholmesmusic.com. And if you have a question for my guests or for myself, please email me at podcastlifeplusup at gmail.com or find me on Instagram or simply by clicking on the voice link in the description. 
If you find this podcast informative and helpful, please follow and subscribe through your favorite podcast platform and share with someone that you really think this can help. If you want to support, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or simply by clicking on the donation button. Now, we'll see you all next Wednesday. Until then, remember, success without fun never lasts. And fun without success is not really too much fun. So let's have a fun and a successful podcast together.